Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. <clears throat> Do you think you need to go again before I end up podcast? <laughs> You've started, haven't you? <laughs> I have started. She's been in the loop. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. <laughs> It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. Simon and Laura here. Hello, Laura. Hi. Saying that like we've not been together all day. Hi. Great to bump into <laughs> you in the studio for episode 10, Double Figures. Ooh, we've That's pretty right. good, isn't it? Yeah. Considering our first podcast, Fantasy Reboot, took us about eight months to record... And we got 13 episodes out of it. Yeah. We've done 10. We're doing all right. In about half a month. And we're still friends. <laughs> Barely. That could all change in today's episode. Lots to talk about. I read a really interesting thing. Listen to this. With the pandemic, podcasters have replaced real life friends. According to The Guardian, the voices we hear on podcasts are filling the void where real life friends used to be. It's called parasocial interaction, a term coined in 1956 by sociologists. What do you think of that? There are a lot of podcasts out there now. Do you feel like they're your friends? Is there any regular ones you listen to? I don't know if I have had that with podcasts yet. I get it with certain radio shows. Um, yeah, well, that's the same thing. I think you you have obviously experienced that because you've had listeners that have listened to you for years and years and years and their children have grown up with you. So I think you've experienced it from both sides. It's ironic with me, though, because I don't want any friends. <laughs> and everybody thinks they're my friend when they meet me. Yeah, but everyone thinks that you're like... Friendly. Mr. Sociable. <laughs> they have no idea. <laughs> and, and then not. when someone goes, hey, and you're like, yep, what? 
I got this through the pandemic. Obviously, I had you, my family, my kids. Yeah. But me other friends were the people on the podcast. I did I did a lot of walking last year, extreme amounts of walking. I listened to so many podcasts and people, Adam Buxton. Yeah, yeah. Joe Wilkinson, David Earl. Adam Adam and Louis. Louis Theroux. Yeah. I, I actually switched from listening to music when I was running to listening to podcasts. Yeah. So it's a great little fact, isn't it? Mm-hmm. To start the show. Yeah. Got another one for you. Something we talked about previously. I was asking if you've ever accidentally sent a text to someone that was meant for your partner. 52% of people who replied to the survey said, yes, they have. I reckon it's higher. Do you think, do you think people are not being honest? Yeah. Well, I think plenty of people have done the accidental one, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I'm sure I've sent the love you to the wrong person before. That's not so bad. Oh, you want about the naughty pictures? If a picture gets sent, how do you reel that one back in? Never done that. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've done that. And another one that we talked about. I am always scared. <laughs> I asked you on the would you rather, would you rather have five minutes every time or five hours every time? Yeah. Mummy and daddy time we were talking about. Yeah. You said five hours every time. I think we both said five hours. 71% of people said they'd rather have the five minutes. Ah, uh, so I don't believe So more people went for five that. minutes. Are they all saying they're too busy to do it? And it was what? a lot of women as well. I'd say a majority of people <laughs> answered were women. Yeah, most of them just want to get it over and done with. <laughs> we were talking about COVID jab reactions. Mm-hmm. People have different reactions depending on the jab they've had, Pfizer, AstraZeneca, whatever. I've got one today. Um, we're still suffering a bit from our injection, our second injection. Yeah. Mega sweats wherever we go. Oh, it's horrid. And I don't want to do this because this is becoming a very scatological podcast where every time we're talking about body burps or toilet action <laughs> so just very quickly in as few words as possible what is your covid reaction oh today i've been on the toilet rather a lot and i'm currently drinking peppermint tea to calm my stomach oh, what tea have i got oh you've got lemon and ginger lemon and ginger yeah. today uh side effects zion sakira says um first jab of pfizer Heaviness and weird pain at the point of jab, bearable. Weariness, lethargic and sleepy the next day. The the worst was the headache. I'm used to insane headaches, but this was the worst by far and nothing I did helped. Had to just wait it out and it did go away after 24 hours. Heard the second jab as worst side effects. Also, body felt insanely heated up post the jab for about 24 hours. Mm -hmm. We had a few days in now, still got it. Yeah, the headache. I've heard the headache thing for some people was even when they've had actual COVID as well, Mm. can be a real bad thing. I've had a few headaches. Nikita Mally Craig on Insta says, uh, body aches like can't move, fever, migraines and sickness. Simone says... I didn't sleep for days. I eventually had to take a day off school as I had about eight hours sleep over the week. Horrendous. And then Wadres World on Insta says, sleepy, exhausted, bit of brain fog. And Sean has replied, that's the standard day for seven to ten years going through the menopause. I was going to say, for for some of these, you sound like they've either had too much wine or just life life stress. So, yeah, we're still going through it a bit, aren't we? Yeah, but I feel like we're whinging, we've whinged Not a bit. Not whinging, just saying. Yeah. So, hey, we've got the vibe, we've got the feeling, haven't we? Yeah, but you've got to go and do it still. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is I've invented a phrase for middle-aged people. Okay, are we classed as middle-aged? We're middle-aged. Oh, you, well, you, you are, you are. I Am mean, I, I think I might be quite past middle-aged, but I don't know. Yeah, you're middle-aged, you're in your 40s. Well, you don't... Stop you don't. living the dream, get a grip. <laughs> So I've invented a new phrase for for the middle-aged, right? Yeah. Because I was texting a friend of ours the other day. He asked me if he'd been watching something on the telly. And I said, oh, we we went to bed at nine o'clock. And in brackets, I put middle-aged midnight. 
So I think I've invented middle age midnight. Yeah. Midnight is obviously something to be attained as a teenager. I stayed up till midnight the other yeah. night. As you start getting a bit older, I mean, in your 20s, you step way past midnight. Sometimes you dance all night. But yeah. once you're in your 30s, once you start heading towards your 40s, and for some people in this room, as you approach 50, middle age midnight shifts. Yeah, and you know what? Now I wake up at midnight thinking it's Morning. Like, yeah. Yeah. So what time would you say is middle-aged midnight? I'm going to do a survey on this. I'm going to ask people. Probably sort of half nine-ish. Half nine, middle-aged midnight. And, yeah. and I know I've spoken to other mums that have said, oh gosh, I, I'm in bed by half eight. Tens the cutoff. Yeah. I mean, if you're messaging me and you message after nine, my phone's got, the, you know, you can put the do not disturb on your phone. Yeah. I think mine's set for about nine o'clock. Is it? Yeah. Well, who's contacting you after nine o'clock? I mean, I'm not a fireman. Oh, some of these WhatsApp groups, some of these school WhatsApp groups. Well, I'm not oh, in them, am I? No, I, yeah, but one of us has to be. I've had it, the work one on mute since WhatsApp began. Oh, they are so annoying. Now, I look at it all the time because in case my bosses are listening and it's, I know stuff gets posted in there, I constantly check it, but I don't want it buzzing because people I work with, none of them have got kids, so they can go out at night. They're not on middle age midnight. Oh, it's so annoying. You get things like, is it PE tomorrow? Ugh. And you're like two terms in and this is like an 11 o'clock text. So annoying. Oh, so annoying. I've got one. What? Okay, so the other night I fancied some crisps. So I said, we need to get some evening crisps in. Again, another great, and I think this is another middle age phrase. Yeah. I don't think anybody throughout the life discerns between day crisps and evening crisps. I make a lot of lunch boxes. Yeah. And I... That's day crisps. Yeah, they're day crisps, the singular packets. But then I would class evening crisps as the ones you get out when you have people around for evenings or when you're sat with your family watching a film or watching... Yeah, a different class of crisps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the big bag. It's ones that everybody likes that you kind of want to just keep munching on. A ruffle. A ruffle, yeah. Are they the ones that are zigzagged? Yeah, yeah, the little bumpy ones. That's an evening crisp. That That is definitely an evening crisp. I'd even say, like... Cheetos, puffer crisp, what are them puffer well, ones, cheese puffs? Yeah, are they day crisps? You're, you're a cheese puff. I'm a bit of a... <laughs> am I, is, it, am I, is that a day crisp or an evening crisp, the cheese puff? Now, I, I think a lot of people are going to say they're kids' crisps. Funyuns? Are <laughs> <laughs> Funyuns day crisps or evening crisps? Oh my god! I didn't the even... name suggests it could be a good evening, Chris, isn't it? Funyun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say one of the, the Marks and Spencers. That's that's like Marks and Spencers crisps are evening crisps. evening crisps. But oh, you were about the like the multi bag with the wheels in. Oh, which nobody no, in our family seems to like. Yeah, no, I don't. That's like, an evening crisp. No, I don't like them. Something like a flavour like sweet chilli. That's an evening crisp. Oh, if it says sea salt instead of salt. Yeah. The ones that have got a bit of black round side. Yeah. What are yeah. they called? Like they've left the skin on. Uh, oh, oh, they've got a name, haven't they? Kettle crisps. Kettle, kettle, yes, yes. Evening crisp, innit? Yeah. 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 When you go around someone's house, they always pull out those crisps. It's like, ooh, we're posh. Now, I'll tell you what else is an evening crisp. Go on. Any crisp accompanied with a dip. Yes. Innit? Yep. You can put any crisp in a dip, but I'll tell you, there's protocol. You're not putting a walkers in a dip. No. If you've got hummus out or that dip that you make, we should uh, get you to describe that dip and I can put <laughs> the recipe on because it's really simple to make and it sounds Yeah. It's one of the greatest things you'll ever have on your table as a dip. So do you want to describe it? Well, I've got a couple, haven't I? Um, Go on then. There's the sour cream, cream cheese, 
and then you mix that together and then you have salsa and then grated cheese on top. To me, that one's too busy. You it's su- a great dip, yeah, yeah, it but is. it's too busy. And I can't claim that one. I was, I was given that by a Scottish friend. The other one is just cream cheese with sweet chilli in, which again, I don't think I've invented that one. The second one, which is just cream cheese with sweet chilli on, what a revelation that is. It's beauty, isn't it? It is nice. It's and nice. I don't think enough people know about it because Do whenever we put it out, if people come round to ours, there are certain people who don't move far from the buffet. Yeah. If they try that for the first time, they'll be digging. But do you know what? I appreciate that person that stays there because I want to be there as well. I want to be stood there with yeah. my glass in hand and having a crisp. I love crisps. So I appreciate somebody that stood there with me doing it because then I don't feel so guilty. You know when it's working in our house is when it's just us and the kids. Yeah. You put a polar crisp down. Yeah. You go to the fridge to get drinks and you'll come back. And it's like when you chuck a handful of breadcrumbs at the seaside yeah. or in Trafalgar Square. The kids are just like, and it's gone. See, but I've had to start putting two out because I feel guilty that there's yeah. that what there were the bowls too well, far to the left. Or This could lead on to secret cupboard talk, which I, I think we'll do in another episode, oh. but uh, the secret cupboard. It might come up. It might come up <laughs> oh! today. <yeah. laughs> so let's, shall we move on? Have you got anything else for this bit? Tell us, what you, what is your evening crisp? I'd, I'd like to know. Get in touch, husbandandwifepod at gmail.com or I'll put it on my Instagram. Or some dip recommendations. At catboy92. The link will be in the uh, description of the podcast as usual. If you've got your own dip, signature yes, dip. Yes, yes. Nothing like a signature dip coming out, is there? No, definitely I'd not. never had either of them, what you said. And I'm a dip fanatic. <laughs> Wife's whinge. Well, coincidentally, my whinge is about hiding food. In the is, is that what yours is, really? Genuinely. <laughs> <laughs> I know him so well. So, in the house, we all have our food favourites. Mine is salt vinegar hula hoops. I was doing that thing where we'd buy a multi-pack of them and I would put some in, in what I would call the, the box that everyone's allowed to touch. Right, people won't believe this. Laura has got a filing system for crisps. Oh, come on. We've got a crisp shelf, which has got separate crisp boxing. One box is evening crisps. <laughs> One box is regular crisps that go in the kids' lunch boxes. And then we have nuts and... Nuts as well. Yep. Then on the top of that cupboard, yep. there's a secondary crisp box, yep. which is very similar and like a mixed box of crisps. Yep. Then there's a third box, <laughs> which is on top of another cupboard, which has even more crisps in so that's your crisp filing system. Yeah, and I... We've never chatted about it, but I think it's f***ing bonkers. <laughs> we, and I get them back. No, because it, if I put them all on the low shelf where everybody can access them, they will be gone within a couple of days. See, and I don't do that. I don't eat the crisps. No, as much as I love crisps, I don't eat them because I assume they're for lunchboxes. Well, not the daytime crisps, exactly right. that. But you have got this thing where you enjoy the odd bagel with hummus and marmite. You enjoy... Linda McCartney sausage roll, but you take offence. That's currently a bitter sort of Yes, exactly. And it was already on my list. But you take offence if someone has eaten one of the bagels or if someone has opened the box of sausage rolls. Can I have a bit of feedback here? Go on. We buy kid-specific cereals and crisps and food. The kids eat chocolate for breakfast. They have that. There's a cereal called Crave, and most adults won't know what this is. It's like mini bars of Nutella 
biscuits, uh-huh. right? And they have that for breakfast. So by the time they've eaten the breakfast, it's like they've had five Twixers for breakfast. It's insane that they're allowed to have it. But when they get bored of it, delete my... I have no. Kellogg's Fitness. I put a new box of Kellogg's Fitness in. You saw this the other day when I got it on. I'm like, oh, yes. where's this yes. gone? Yes, and the thing is, but Leo... Excuse me, I'm going to burp. Sorry, again. Sorry. Leaving that in. Sorry. <laughs> Leo, he is the opposite. He doesn't like the sweet cereal. He likes, like you, you know, Weetabix. Yeah, the healthier options. The healthier. So, so it's probably been him, but then that's fair enough, right? That box isn't just there for you. I know, but here's the thing. I go in the cupboard to have some yeah. on the rare morning that I have cereal. Yeah. And it's empty. So we go to the supermarket and I go, I'll get a, I'll get some Kellogg's Fitness while I'm here or some Special K. I put it in. We only went shopping like the end of last week. And I put my hand in to get it. You were in the kitchen and it was the f***ing crumbs in the bottom. Who is it? My cereal. Yeah, but that's a full box that's gone. We're not, we don't work in an office where you have to put your name on on the cereal. We're we're a family. So anybody can eat that cereal. Well, I'll tell you something now. There's a Twix in the fridge that Leo got as Ah, a graduate. Oh, no. That's a gift. That's a totally different rule. So if I get somebody to buy me cereal as a gift, then you're not allowed to touch it? Yeah. That's a totally different role. You know that. No, it's not. I'm going to eat that Twix when I get back right, in the house. Right now, stand. the kids are stood in in the kitchen. They're like, oh, what shall I have for lunch? And I said to them, oh, there's a box of um, Linda McCartney's Sustrolls. Rolls. And they, they love them as much as you do. And then I knew it. You'd, you walked in the kitchen. You went, oh, you're having the sausage rolls? How dare you have my sausage rolls? <laughs> you're right. <laughs> They're not Don't yours. forget this morning, no. this very morning... Our daughter, honey, drags herself out of bed. Yeah. I walk through the kitchen and there's eggs being cooked, which I'm not going to eat because I don't eat eggs. Yeah. There's eggs. Yeah. I see like a pile of toast and then I see some beans being cooked. So I see eggs, beans and toast. I didn't even pay much attention. I thought, oh, nice one. The girls are doing a breakfast, right? Yeah. I sit down on my computer, do a bit of work. I turn around. The kitchen's bed is cleaned. Mm. And I said to you, where's the, what's, where's the beans gone? Oh, honey's had the beans. And I'm like, and the eggs? Yeah, Betsy's had the eggs. So everyone's had breakfast like that. Not a thought for if I wanted any breakfast. Now, like you said on the last podcast about making a cup of tea, <laughs> right? I didn't make myself Nobody any. offered. And if I go in that kitchen, by the way, and make myself anything and don't offer honey, honey, I'm making some beans on toast. Do you want some beans on toast? Well, honey made her own and I made Betsy's. I didn't well, make Well, first of all, myself. it's not economically sound to keep banging things in microwave and banging things on oven. We need to all make one breakfast together. Like you said, it's not a shared house writing your name on stuff. Why aren't we making one breakfast as a family? And what year in here... This is called hanger, because I've watched you all eat breakfast and I haven't. <laughs> Bloody annoying. So, yeah. back to your point. <laughs> so, yeah, so just, you know. Chill about the food. It's family food. It's not your food, unless it's a gift. Okay. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start, I'm going to take people to the supermarket. I'm going to give them money. I'm going to go, this is what I want. Can you just buy it and write to Simon on it? <laughs> that's how I'm doing my shopping from now on. When the Deliveroo guy, who's, what's it called now? Now that's there's a thing out here called now now or Kibson. Is that class as a gift because somebody's brought it for for you? You know when on the thing when you you can leave a message on the thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a gift to Simon. Right. If anyone's feeling sorry for Simon right now, please send him. Don't send me stuff because the auditors will be on me from work. <laughs> husband's hump you remember on the last podcast it was about how you'll text me at work and leave it vague enough to make me feel like i've done something wrong yeah regardless of the tone 
Yeah, I'll tell you later, text. This is a bit similar to that. You've built my hopes up twice this week. Oh, have I? And funnily enough, it goes into the culinary aspect of our relationship because you know that if I was on a sinking boat with you, the kids, and a sandwich, I would cry about your loss of life as I ate that sandwich, right? (laughs) This really got me back up. First of all... Oh, yeah. (laughs) Don't make that noise. We went to Ikea at the weekend. Now, every single time we go to Ikea... We go to the cafe and every time we have the vegetarian meatballs, mashed potatoes and the veggie gravy. They're they're not bad. It costs about eight dirhams. You'd be a fool not to. You know when people in Dubai who smoke because it's so cheap to smoke? Yeah. Why do you smoke? Smoking's for idiots. Yeah, but it's so cheap. (laughs) It's so cheap. I've got to smoke. We're like that about Ikea. You can't not eat while you're there. Yeah. Because it's great value. It's like a school cafeteria. Yeah, and, right? and it and it feels like school dinners, the veggie meatballs and the mash, isn't it? It's comforting. Yeah, and also it's the halfway point round IKEA. Oh yeah. Which is a is the shopping version of a marathon. Right. Cle- clever though. Clever on their part. In a marathon when you run along and you grab the water off them people. That's the canteen in IKEA. It's the it's the grabbing the water on halfway around the marathon. So we were going down there mm-hmm. to IKEA. Yeah. And you said as we drove down there, oh, it'd be great to get some uh, veggie meatballs. <laughs> so from that point on, I mean, you've even said it. It was half past ten. It was half past ten. We'd already eaten breakfast at home. A snack <laughs> the most. So it wasn't dinner time. And I did say, <laughs> oh, so we could come back later. So we get into Ikea. Our dog does a very similar thing to this. When you uh, when he thinks he's getting food and you're just happening to be walking down to the laundry basket. Yeah. And he looks at you like, what the f***? Well, yeah. this is where you come to feed him. What are you doing not feeding me coming down here? Yeah. So we get into Ikea and we do that thing where you go upstairs and you actually walk past the entrance to yeah. the cafe. And I'm thinking, fair dues, we're going in halfway around. Yeah. We do that full loop upstairs. You know, we go through the kids bit, which is where the thing. And then there's a the stairs on the right and the canteen on the left. And you're in front of me and you start walking to the right to the stairs. Down the stairs, yeah. And I think I even went, oh, like a noise came out, like the dog. You did, oh, yeah. Like that. So what's she doing? I I had that thing where I thought, oh, shall I just go back up? Because we went downstairs, didn't we? And I moaned about it yeah. as we went downstairs. I I, I regretted it instantly because I knew that you'd be a nightmare for the rest of the shop. Then, but you wanted it. I did, but not not for a couple of hours. Like I wasn't quite ready for it. I love the IKEA meatballs, but you know that was the first time you built me hopes up okay. this week. The second time you were dropping Betsy Pearl off at her performing arts thing, yeah. which is halfway across town yeah and you phoned me up and you were like i'm thinking about getting you a tim hortons french <laughs> vanilla now a couple of days ago we sat in tim hortons and had a french vanilla coffee yeah and we've not had a proper coffee for ages because we've been skinned and it was one of the nicest tasting coffees yeah it was so you said it to me on the phone and then we got on with no co- so i've done that thing again i'm sat like the dog at the door because <laughs> i know i'm getting a french vanilla latte this is gonna be awesome you walk in you know what, what, what's up with you why is your tongue out I said I was thinking about, I didn't say I went to get, I was thinking about. Oh, right, that's how it works, is it? <laughs> so what are you thinking? That's me, Hump. You've built me hopes up twice this week. Do you think either of them? <sighs> yeah, I can see, I can see, and really, it's my mistake. You know me. It's my mistake, because if I'd done both those things, you would have instantly been, been happier. Happy. Yeah, yeah. Food is my, my kryptonite. My drink. Yeah, my, food to me is like booze to you. yeah. So can you imagine if I said, I am taking you out tonight for a lot of drinks. Yeah. And we get to pub and in the pub, I get you a Diet Coke. Yeah. And you go, 
What's this? Oh, it's Diet Coke. But you said you were taking me out for a lot of drinks. No. I said I was thinking about taking you out for a lot of drinks. <laughs> right. Fair point. Hump done. <laughs> Would you rather? All right, this is a wordy one. Would you rather have someone that is bad at lovemaking but good at conversations or the other way around? Do you want to know which one I've got already? (laughs) (laughs) Um. I thought I knew your answer for this one. Well, I'll tell you. Go on. I would take the good at conversation. I thought so. But bad in the bedroom. And I'll tell you why. Because... You can sort yourself out. No, I wasn't going to go down that route. Let's try and keep it PG. I would say mm-hmm. the difference between a good and bad conversation, and here's the thing, right? We are going to be having conversations every day for the rest of our life. Yeah. The other thing, <coughs> not so much. Let's oh, be honest. Come no, no, on what I mean now. no, I don't mean that. It's regular, but yes, fine, regular. It is going to obviously get less as you get older and differ, but it's going to be less. Yeah. But here's the other thing. On the scale of where a good conversation and a bad conversation is, a bad conversation is absolutely awful. Yeah. Whereas the other thing, even the worst incarnation of it... Yeah. Yeah. still all right. Yeah. The very worst is still all right. Yeah. Well, see, we we chat all the time. I think we find it really easy to talk to each other, so... Imagine, you know, the exquisite pain of being sat with somebody who you've got oh, nothing in common with and nothing to talk to. That is the worst when you, you're with somebody. When yeah. just, and, and then I think like, it's in the dictionary under team meetings. <laughs> but, no, but you know when you're racking your brains for something to yeah. say, oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I'd agree. And the other thing is, with the other thing, if it's bad and you can laugh it off, it's fine. But for, for the record, I would say ours is good, good. Both conversation and the other thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm keeping that recording (laughs) for the times that she says it isn't. Readers' wives and husbands. This came in from Sally in Dubai. I'm not going to give out the second name. Over to you. It's very topical, this one. Dear Horstall, our family has been counting down to the Euros. It's not that we're into football so much, but what what with COVID, we've been using anything as a chance to have a little excitement in the house. This weekend, the Euros finally arrived and my husband said, as the first match was on too late for the kids, that he was going to go to the pub to watch it. Oh, yeah. I was a little disappointed because I was looking forward to watching it together. Since then, he's gone straight to the pub from work to watch whatever match is on. Even the England match, which was an early one that the kids could have watched with us. Should I confront him or am I being overly sensitive? So that's the first time you've read that. What are your thoughts on it? I think he's been selfish straight away. We try and do anything you can turn into a family event. We try to make into a family event, don't we? I think because I've always been into football. I love, I love a sporting event. So I'm against that thing of that's a man's thing to go and do down the pub with his mates. I'm not into that. You've made me go. We were out with Matt Latissier, weren't we? The uh, yeah. ex-Sunderland, uh, ex-Southampton player. Yeah. He was over here for some golf and a bit of... Uh, Recording, And he's a fan of the older Dubai Saints that meet at yeah. Barasti. So we went down to Barasti. Yeah. And I was the odd one out. Yeah, I would say you're, in terms of the bloke who likes football oh, and house. And I, I have been tempted to go and watch more matches down there yeah. with the with the Barasti team. I'd be all right about that. 
I don't know if I can be bothered. I know with. you would be. You would be fine with it. But again, I like doing that with you. You know, like Honey, she quite likes watching, especially the England matches. She's quite into that. We've had some absolutely mad ones over the years at World Cups. I mean, I went to a World Cup years ago and it was Brill, but... We've hosted quite a few World Cup events in Dubai yeah. at certain bars and things like that. We've had some mad times. Before I gave up drinking, we've had some proper banging <laughs> nights and some really disappointing nights because we're England fans. I think I'm past that. Going out to watch it? or I think if England got through to the final, I'd like to take the kids yeah. to watch it somewhere and let them be in that atmosphere because there is absolutely... I know it's sports fans worldwide, but there is something exquisite about, like the last World Cup, when England get near to winning something. The trouble is there's not many places that will let the kids in because it gets quite... Uh... Yeah, but I love that. Yeah, but I tell you what, when, when it was the Rugby World Cup and we had a load of people around ours... South Africa and we had a bunch of South African drowned. I love that as well. And we lost. Yeah, what we, a laugh. Yeah, and we had a so much fun. house full, but it was great fun. And I actually, I just as much enjoy doing that. Yeah, I mean, I would confront him then. Oh, yeah, 100%, 100%. Like He wouldn't have got to the pub the first well, night if you were married to him. No, and I don't see his point. If his wife said she wants to watch it, his kids have said they want to watch it, why isn't he watching it with his family? Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure he's, he can have some beers at home as well, if that's what, you know. His- and you've got him banged to rights, really. You've been looking forward to it. Yeah. He might not be aware of this. Men can be quite stupid. I know I miss something sometimes. Miss the nuance of dirty looks. But anyway, so we're in agreement. Yeah. She should tell the husband and he shouldn't have gone in the first place. Recommendations. New in the cinemas this week actually comes out today on the launch of this podcast. The Wednesday is In the Heights. It's Lin-Manuel Miranda's new film. He's the guy who did Hamilton. Mm-hmm. If you liked the music in Hamilton, you'll love this. Yeah, there's a little, a few little references to it, I think. Yeah. And he's in it. He plays a guy pushing a drinks cart around. It's about um, Washington Heights in New York. It was really well done. Do you know the only thing I think it was missing? What? The big ballad. There wasn't one in there. Not the big... You know, like in Hamilton... There's a song that an old lady sings that was very good. Yeah, but they've got the big burn, you know, like... Yeah. What I call an audition song. They've They've not stuck one of those in there. I would say you need to probably like musicals to like this film. Because... It's one of those where they stop singing and they turn around and go, <gasps> and then another song comes on. It's non-stop singing. So it's got a great story. Jimmy Smith, he's great in it. From Remember him from LA Law? He's fantastic. Oh, that's where he's Yeah, from. yeah, he's yes. brilliant. And the main people in it are brilliant. Well, the songs are great. The dancing's fab. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. It is good, but yeah, it is song into... Song into song into song. Yeah. But we love musicals in our family, so we loved it. Uh, another one, which I think you can watch on streaming, is called Riders of Justice. It's a Danish film. We watched it on the back of uh, Mads Mikkelsen being in Another Round, the Oscar-winning yeah. film from this year about him, uh, him and his friends drinking. This one stars uh, Man Crush Mads Mikkelsen again, mm-hmm. and he's a serving soldier whose wife is killed back home in Denmark. So along with sort of three misfit nerds, yeah. He wants to find out why. Now, it's a really funny film. It's really violent, but it's got a much deeper message in it about fate and coincidence. It was clever in that way. Really clever. I've had a few uh, moments like that myself, you know, where you think, yeah. well, if they hadn't done that, then that wouldn't have happened. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Really clever film. It's Danish. It's subtitled. I don't know if this is even going to go on general release. And oh, really? Yeah, well, I've not seen it anywhere. Yeah. So you might have to dig it out on the streaming services. It's called Riders of Justice. It's well worth a couple of hours of your time. Yeah, really You will not it. come away disappointed. 
Yeah. Recommend it to a friend of ours. He's been texting me all morning about it. Absolutely loved it. Compliments. I've got one. Oh! I remembered. This is one that I'm short on today. I just saw your face. You're like, <laughs> that's, why I, that's why I pointed at you. Go on then. Um, right. I just want to say to you that you are so clever and so hardworking and... Oh, I'm going to cry. I feel like I'm going to cry. Nobody ever notices my talents. No, well, I, I don't think that's true. I, I don't think you get appreciated enough for how hard you work at work and the things that you do for social media, the things you do for this podcast. And I think oh. I think people don't realise actually what a difficult job it is. Obviously, it is a great fun job to have, mm. but I don't think people realise how hard it can be. And you in particular work really, really hard and you're so, so great at coming up with ideas and you're such a perfectionist and I, I see how hard you work. So I just want to tell you, like, well done. I mean, that's a surprise. It's not a surprise. It's nice that you feel like that. I think, you know, that uh, analogy of the duck on the water, where the duck above water just looks still, mm-hmm. and underwater its legs are going like mad. If you imagine that duck is a slightly overweight Yorkshireman. I just, yeah, I'd want you to know I know how hard you work. My compliment for you is, your hair looks all right today. <laughs> That's not my compliment. I've not done my fringe yet. I've had one written down for ages and I've not had a chance to say it to you on here. You, I would say 90% redecorated our bedroom. I did some, but I'd say you 90% redecorated it. And it has made it into such a nice place to be because our problem is we've got three kids. So every square inch of this house is full of stuff, desks, gadget, guitar amps, guitars, a stormtrooper. We have got so much daft stuff in this house. Mm-hmm. We were laid in bed one night and I just said, I'm sick of this bedroom. It's not... Whenever you see a bedroom on telly or whenever you look in a magazine, the bedroom doesn't have all this stuff in it. Yeah, they say a bedroom should be that... Have that calming feel and feel like that you've gone into that room to relax. And literally from that evening that I said that, I would say within four days, the bedroom was painted top to bottom and I'm talking about furniture painted, stripped down, all sorts of stuff. But you did 90% of it and every night I get in bed... With a mm-hmm. smile on my face. Oh. I mean, you soon get rid of that when you start nudging me, but every night. <laughs> that's your compliment. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody. All the details of everything we've talked about, all the links are in the podcast description. Please do get in touch. The phone number's in there if you want to send us a WhatsApp voicemail about anything. It can be a little relationship gripe. We don't care. And uh, hope you're well. Stay in touch. And we'll see you next time. Bye. the end mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince i'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.